Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 229 for April 1st, 2020. Uh, for reasons I'm going to get into later, I am going to read the entire list of our Patreon supporters, uh, because we do love you so much. Uh, starting, it's going to be entirely in alphabetical order. So, um, here we go. Aaron Lund, AC Nailed It, Al's Hackshack, Ben Babasuthi, Brett Benson, Brian Arsenault, Camille Good, Chad from Mancrafting, Chad's Custom, why does he, Custom Creations, Chet Schnitzler, Chris DeBoer, Chris McIntosh, Chris Ryan's Workshop, Christopher Pixley, Chuck Curtis, Creator Nader, Dan Stark, Daniel, dear lord, my hands hurt Sullivan, Danny Ollendorf, <laughs> Daryl Cooksey, Darren Mattis, Dave Bauer, David Bellhorn, Dominic Bender, Eric Blanchett, Factotum Industries, G Customs, Gary Fuji, Jeeves, Grant Paulson, Greg Fitzgerald, Greg Mead, Hugh Scott Designs, Jackman Works, Jeff Shaw, Jaron Clock, Jim Bashirs, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. <laughs> Joey Vargas, John J. Hilgers Jr., John Spillers, who's this? Jonathan, thank you, Jonathan. Josh Frankel, Klingspores, Kyle Schaub, Lakeside Woodcrafter, Langston, aka Constructicon, uh, Laura Kampf, LiquidRC.com, Make, Break, Repeat. Okay, loading page two. Any second now? Uh, make it just because you can. Maker on the move. Maker geek. Uh, Marcus Hoffman. Marsh Wildman. Matt Cole. Matt Valbrecht. Matt Williams. Matt Williams twice for some reason. The boys over at maybe I've said too much. Michael Bielner. Uh Michael Bomarito. Nick Carruthers. Opposable thumbs. Patty Gilstrap. Paul Mayette. Peter uh, Nabicht. Uh, Phil Patrick, Philip Mueller, Rachel Steele, Riley J. Davis, Rob Hamblett, Savannah Kramer, Scott Turner, Shane Bronson, Shimmering Trash Pile, Square Splinter, Stu Morrison, T Tim Holliner, <laughs> Tim Sway, Tom O'Dell, Turgworks, Wesley Treat, uh, Billy Lutz, and Oystein Bjorndal. Guys, thank you so much. Um, did you get? You know, we're gonna get into it. This, this is gonna be harder than I thought, man. Did you get Gangy yeah. and Pop Pop's makerspace yeah. in? Well, I said Greg Fitzgerald. He wanted me uh, to because we have to normally, but I. And Gangy and Pop Pop's workshop, or what is it? Makerspace. Makerspace. Oh yeah, you say Gangy it and Pop every Pop week. Makerspace. Right. Well. Thanks. Right. The bell. Yeah, I I'm gonna miss bell that bell. Um. So, before we get into what we're working on, uh, just want to sort of make a pretty heavy-hearted announcement here. We, um, this has kind of been weighing on us for a while, and um, given, given this whole COVID-19, coronavirus thing that's going on, we've decided that now probably, uh, you know, uh, a good time, not really a good time, but a good time to sort of mark an end to the show. We all... You know, we love doing it. You know, the three of us absolutely love doing this show, but we kind of sort of have to focus on our families and, and work right now. So uh, this will be our last episode. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, uh, well, I, I think wanna, we're all very emotional about it, but... 
Yeah, we were talking about it in the in the pre-show, and and we're just kind of coming out of that now. But I want to I want to clarify really quickly though that it's not the pandemic that's ending the podcast. It's just the timing of it. It's just sort of like the the straw, I guess. That yeah, this is something that's yeah, been. I think it, a lot of it's been coming for a while. It's scheduling. It's it's uh, yeah, and then with with everything that's going on now, I know for me, um, I'm just finding it harder to even make this little bit of time. We're just we're dealing with a lot. Everybody, I think, is dealing with a lot, and I, I don't know. But yeah, please. I mean, we can't say thank you enough to everybody <clears throat> for years of support and as much fun as I've had. I feel like that I've been on the verge of being fired forever anyway, so this may not be as big a shock for me. But yeah, it works out well in that regard. Yeah. 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 What, <laughs> what yeah. is that noise? Is that a an airplane in your backyard, Bill? That is not. That is one of probably 30 teenagers that like to drive around in little cars that sound like pissed off bumblebees. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they spin donuts because I'm in a court. Yeah. So. <laughs> Excellent. Great way to wrap this up. Yeah. 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 So. Um, so, but we're going to do our best to make this the absolute best last episode ever. So let's start with what we're working on, and then um, you know maybe we can talk about some of our favorite moments. But uh, let's start with what we're working on. Bill Lutz, start us off. What are you working on? I am working on my ukulele, uh, Tim Sway neck fretted. Uh, it's kind of like a. Co- I want to think of it as a collab now after everything <laughs> that we're going through. Okay, you can do that. So yeah. I'm going to make this a, a Tim Sway collab ukulele that I'm working on. You know, if you want, I have video footage of making that fingerboard. Um, I could probably get that to you if you're doing a video. Are you doing a video of that? I wasn't, but instead of you sending that to me, I could send you a, a footage of everything else, and you can make a better video than I can. Well, I already... <laughs> It's uh, because I had already. It's from. I was gonna take it off my YouTube page and just give you those clips because I had already made the when I made the ukulele that I made that for, like I made two fingerboards because I the one that I gave you was the one where I kind of messed up a little bit so I made another one but I have the footage of me making that one, so I would just pull it from a video basically I already made and just then you could add it to yours if you if you film and you find yourself filming let me know and I'll send you footage for that and we can make it a collab. Okay. You sure you don't want to do it though? Because you know. oh yeah, no, I mean we're talking about we're talking about time and stuff, and that's kind of like <laughs> why I'm saying I'm more willing to give I it know. to you. Uh, but uh, yeah, I get. What about you, Tim? What's going on? Um, what's going on? I um, I've, I've got guitar customers that I've been talking to. Um, I've got that that. A couple instruments that are almost done. I've been. I think I was talking about the fish I was modeling. That's almost done. Um, oh, you know what I wanted to mention was this Friday and Saturday. Arbor Tech is putting together like a a big like like kind of power carvathon. Kind of. Um, uh, it's going to be all over. Like I think it's. I'm not even sure if I'm going to do it, but it's going to be all this like live streaming people like Paul Jackman and me and like a hundred other people whose names I can't remember right now. Um, they're, they're going to do for two solid days for like 10 hours a day or something like that. Just have people live streaming from their shops. Um, some of it's going to cool. be posted on kinda the... like that big concert they just did, right? Kind of like that. Yeah, Arbortech, like almost like day two of this sort of shutdown. Um, Steve from over at Arbortech was like, hey, we had this idea of getting a couple of people together and 
and doing this thing and kind of like live aid like next thing you know like Sting's showing up in a limo hmm. like everybody's you know um, so I'm doing two days of it both Friday and Saturday at 3 o'clock and I don't know yet whether I'm going to stream it from my YouTube channel or Arbortech's YouTube channel so you should just subscribe to both And um, but it'll I'll know at the time I'm recording this I don't know I'll know later in the week so Friday at 3 o'clock I'm going to try and stream from my shop which is a little tricky because we don't really have Wi-Fi there um, but it's just going to be from my phone and I'm going to do a tour of my truck a little bit kind of show that around show some stuff that I've done and maybe do a little power carving out in the driveway of the shop and then Saturday, I'm going to bring some stuff to my house and do it on my driveway where I have Wi-Fi. And it's going to be Vance and I using the power chisel. And we're going to do uh, make a little project. So it's basically going to be Vance. So like one day of me, one day of Vance. And uh, I'm going to film Vance and, and let him do something that we were kind of talking about uh, that I'm going to, I hope will work. And it'll be something he can do in the hour. I had this kind of idea, and Vance and I were talking about it. And so I, um, I'm going to use the power chisel, which I didn't actually own, but Vance had used it before to show. And so they like rush mailed me a power chisel. Um, so I just got it in the mail tonight. So tomorrow I'm going to experiment with it a little bit and see if my idea will work. Now, by <clears throat> by power chisel, do you mean like an air chisel or electric or battery? It's electric. It's it's picture an angle grinder motor with a chisel sticking out of the top, but it's it just you know goes in and out like a sip saw or something like that and it has a, a chisel on it and um i remember seeing videos of them years ago because arbortech isn't the only one that makes them but um right. but they you know obviously it makes sense with their power carving line i remember seeing video of it years and years ago before i even knew what arbortech was and thinking like well that's silly why would you motorize a chisel you just push it and then i was at a show <laughs> with with vance i was at a show like you know years after that and um, and they had one out, and so I I tried it, and I was like, oh my god! I was like, I told this is like totally different than using a hammer and chisel. It's like a now, whole different do, thing. Do they is it actually for chiseling, or is it more for like carving? I mean, well, it's for it's for carving. It's called a power chisel. It's called a power chisel because it's got chisel heads. It's got about a half a dozen or more okay. different shapes. But it's more for like sculpting and digging. Exactly, out and, and I'm really right. It's something um I've wanted to spend more time with for a while, but I didn't want to just like call Arbortech up and just like, hey, can I have one? No, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and I, I, I didn't have the money for one anytime soon either. But so like, well, that's kind of worked out really well for this because it was perfect for Vance and safe. And, uh, and he's used it before and liked well, it. Not that I'm an expert by any means. I've never used one of those, but I wouldn't use that for cleaning up your dovetails. Just mm -hmm. saying, I'm putting <laughs> that out there for free. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I like the, yeah, I just... I like sculpting, you know what I mean? Like, I love the angle grinder, and I love the way of, of going into things without the math, you know what I mean? Like, and that's kind of what this is for, is, like, drawing and sculpting and, and you know, carving, like, mortising, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool tool, and I'm looking forward to learning how to use it and incorporating it into my workflow now that I have one. Yeah. How about, um... Cool. How about you, Phil? I did, I did a few things over this week. I'm actually pretty proud of myself. Um, so I finished up that Lego shelf that I did for my son. I solved my HVLP problem. So I, I still had the box and all the original accessories. And as it turns out, not only did it come with a 1.4 millimeter tip, it also came with a 1.8 millimeter tip, which worked way better for spraying latex. I bet. So, uh, I, uh, I that fixed up the, like the problem right away. I was able to get my couple of coats of color on there, and then I put on a couple of coats of uh, of polycrylic, and 
like my wife looked at it and said, wow. So if she's saying that, she's not kidding. Uh, she doesn't... Uh, she doesn't pull any punches with me, so I know she liked it, and it looks great in my in my son's room. He's got all of his Legos on there. The only problem is, is that um, I use materials that I hand on hand, and it's actually a little small. So when this is over and I can get to the store, I, I'm going to have to build um, a bigger one for him and maybe move that somewhere else. Um, the other thing I did was, you remember? I think it was Gary who had this whole thing with um, Gary Fuji had this whole thing with reusing tool cases and turn them into something else yep yeah so yeah. i've had one i have, I have a tool case that gary made that's a speaker yeah right yeah i remember that so i've had one forever it was like um it was like a black and decker firestorm box and i remember one of my father-in-law's friends was moving from a house to a condo and uh and he said come by i have all kinds of stuff that you're gonna like because you're a tool guy so this was one of the things, along with like a ton of screws and nails and all kinds of stuff that have actually been in my shelf. The wall anchors, I've been using them for years. But so there was this case and I figured, you know what, I'll take it. Maybe I'll use it for something. Well, what I did was I took out my Dremel and I got rid of all of the, you know, the standoffs and stuff that's inside there, the plastic dividers and all kinds of stuff yeah. that would normally fit the drill perfect. So I got rid of it top and bottom. So it's an open clamshell on both sides. Um, and so that's where I now keep my HVLP gun and all the accessories. There's like a little uh, kind of like perfect. toolbox on top that all the little small bits can go oh, yeah. into. That closes and it's perfect. Yep. So I did that. Um, and then because I only partially uh, blocked off my table saw when I was spraying, I, I built a little makeshift spray booth with like garbage bags and stuff. But uh, some polycrylic got onto my table saw. So I took the opportunity to take out some mineral spirits, clean off the table saw, um, and then re-wax it. And uh, you know, and there's nothing there's nothing not nicer than a freshly waxed table saw. And yeah. That was yeah. that was my week. That was my week. And so I'm kind of proud of that one. So um, back to I guess the more heavy nature of this conversation. Um, since this is our last episode. I thought it would be fun for us to sort of go around and talk about some of our absolute favorite memories um, from this uh, from this time in our lives, I guess. And um, I am going to kick this off. I normally don't start off the conversation, but I will start off this time. And I have to say, for me, the absolute um, biggest joy of doing this show was uh, getting to meet both of you for the first time at uh, and making it 100. And getting to interact with uh, with the whole community, yeah, and uh, and you know just getting to meet everybody and getting to interact with everybody and and like being someplace where I didn't feel like a weirdo for the thing that I'm into. Um, so that was you know an absolute joy, an absolute joy. What about you guys? What what would you say is your number one? Well, that, that's definitely uh, up there for me. I mean, without a doubt, the, the time we spent together in Boston. That was my first big trip, my first time uh, back to travel across the country to go east. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty cool. I'd have to say, honestly, that my favorite moment was when I got the notification, hey, do you want to do a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, yeah Boston was all right, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was um, 
was that that wasn't the only time that we've been in was that the only time bill that you and i have seen each other in person because phil and i we've seen each other a couple times now um oh phil has snuggled with me here in california but you've never made the trip yeah yeah no it hasn't hasn't worked out that way yet um i think that you know i mean like to, to pick a moment like that is i don't know if that's easier or harder but you know we've had a few a few weeks to think about this and um what I've been thinking about is uh, the the growth that I've seen in all three of us, like from the people that I met four years ago into who we are now, it has been really hmm. interesting and inspiring, you know. And I and I think like kind of like Bill said about that first conversation of that, hey, you want to be in a podcast? Kind of the first time that you and I spoke, Phil, and uh, you know I didn't know yeah. you from Adam and. And, you know, I mean, you knew a little bit about me from, I mean, I, I knew you from text and that was it. Yeah. And you, you knew a little bit of mm-hmm. me because I had been making videos and, and stuff, but I'm um, just that, just yeah. trying to like, trying to figure you out. Like, well, who's this guy? Why is he calling me? And why does he want me to do this? And to have, to have, <laughs> it, to have it go from that to you being like one of my best friends and how, yeah. you know, how quickly it happened and, and how consistent it's been, you know, and then, yeah. and then there's Bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can say whatever you want. I mean, for me, it was like I, I, I made my first video uh, video with basically uh, inspired by Tim. And he, he and I, I commented on a couple of his videos. And we actually, same thing. We texted a few times back and forth for different reasons. Tim turned me on to, hey, I'm going to do this. What do you think about this idea of building a, a taking a car apart and making stuff out of it? Um, oh yeah, man, our last beep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so nice guy. it was like that, and then to go from that to where it's like I can't believe. And I told Casey too. I'm like, you know, this guy I watch all the time, Tim Sway, blah blah blah. Well, now I'm 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 having uh, DMs, you know, direct messaging. I thought that was pretty cool, and then blown away that it goes from that to actually let's do a podcast. And now it's like I can't believe this isn't going to be my thing every week. It's just, I it's still yeah. hard, really hard. Tonight. It's crazy. I mean, like this this weekly conversation with you guys has probably been the most uh, reliable human contact outside of my immediate family for the, <laughs> exactly. the entire time. It's like, I mean, if you think about it, I have I have traveled um, all across North America, and no matter where I went on Monday night, it was it was Tim and Bill, and uh, except for and when we had to wait till like, Tuesday that for was you. So grounding for me. <laughs> Yeah, well, there was that one time, yeah. Yeah, that one time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell well, you, when last I... minutes, we'll record on Wednesday, and Tim uh, can just hurry up and get it put out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there was one. Well, I, I was agreed. in International I mean, I Falls. Come... I was going to say I, I was. Want to I was in you for the last time. Th- <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I was one of the episodes that we did was in International Falls, Minnesota. Um, in Wisconsin, yeah, it was International Falls, Minnesota, right at the border with uh, with Saskatchewan, and uh, and and I know that because we there were no rooms in in Saskatchewan or whatever town we were trying to get into, so we had to cross to the American border to get a hotel room, and I stayed at America's Best Value Inn. The walls were cinder block, the the bed was like a prison bed, uh, but it was a good value, sixty one dollars a night. The Wi-Fi was atrocious, so I had to do it audio only, I think through my phone, 
And that yeah. one episode cost me $140. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. I mean, I, I did a couple of episodes from uh, Galena where I was using yeah. my phone. Yep. I yep. remember that. Yeah. Back when we were less Back picky about our audio quality, too. Like that was, uh, we used to let that stuff slide. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> we did one together. Well, it is what it is, right? Right, yeah. We did one yeah, together you, you in Hartford. Together. When you were you were at the airport in yeah. Hartford at the hotel there, yeah. And so I drove up That's and we right. did That's right, that it. was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was weird. You know, like... Uh, I, I wish that one could have been a video because to see you two sitting on the end of a hotel bed trying to record a podcast, that was a sight. It was surreal, but yeah. uh, we did have chairs, <laughs> in, individual chairs. Uh, no, but it was. It was pretty... It was pretty... Uh, it was very cool. It was very cool. Was I that after that or... Was that... That was after Making 100, so we had already met. Yeah, it was yeah. after. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was but after. not long. I don't think long after. But yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was an interesting one because we like wanted to just sort of hang out and talk, but then we had to like work, and it was like late. I think it was snowing even or something. You know, it was like. Uh, it was. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, and we had to do the editing and get it up, and and uh, yeah. Huh. I think you drove forty-five minutes each way to do that. Oh uh, yeah, a little less. It's um to to, to the airport for me is 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. But it was worth it. I, I mean, you were in my state. It was just to get to Target in this traffic around here, so. Yeah. Wasn't that big? No, that was a treat. That was a lot of fun. I was talking to, I was talking to Casey, uh, uh, last before a little before last week. We've been talking about this. So I broke. I told her last week. It's like, hey, blah blah blah. We're thinking about you know shutting down the podcast, and you know I said you know Spagnolo did it. We can do it. But anyway, she goes, do you realize that when you guys started that podcast, you had two more internal organs than you have now? Yeah, I what, guess so. Strange thing to say to people. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I had a kidney and an appendix when we started. Now I've only, or I had two kidneys and an appendix. Now I, I have no appendix and only one kidney. I, yeah. No, I think that is the thing that I will remember most, Bill. Oh, and don't forget that fatty bump. Thing that was my narwhal hunt stump on top of my head. You're just withering yeah. away over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but folks, getting, this is real reason but, why we're quitting the podcast is because I'm running out of organs. <laughs> yeah, you can't give yeah. up an organ a season well, to, anymore. To, to shift the focus away from the disgustingness that Bill's talking about, um, getting to visit <laughs> Bill was something that was super cool like luckily my work took me there and uh to to san fran and then uh and then i got to see bill in person at his house and we went for dinner a couple of times i got to see casey again and uh hold they gave me a whole tour of san fran it was that was a real treat like got to see the salon uh. yeah i got to see yeah i got to see bill's handiwork first person uh probably i don't know uh but it was you know I guess one one of many really really great memories from this podcast, and then of course you know there's the day to day, you know like the week to week episodes that we do that I always leave me feeling, you know, energized and uh, yeah, and just in good spirits, right? You know I get to hang out with you know a couple of my best friends while we we talk shop and you know the talk about the things that we're proud of that really nobody else would care about. Um, was just a fantastic experience, and you know really. Um, to have done this with you two gentlemen is really a, a an honor. So I, I appreciate it, and I appreciate the last four years. 
Yeah, I, I'd like to take that a little bit further because for I, I think for all of us, I was going to say you know, well for me, I'm not throwing you guys under the bus uh, this last episode, but uh, for all of us, not only are we hanging out with our two best friends because I consider you guys my best friends as well. I spend, I <clears throat> I have a more of a rigid schedule hanging out with you guys than Casey. She comes home, I don't know when she's coming home from work <laughs> half the time because her schedule is flexible. Yeah, I go to work, I don't know who's calling in sick, but I know that every week I get to sit down with you two, and it's been that way for ever. But one of the things that we do also, we're not just hanging out with each other. We push that record button and we're hanging out with everybody that's listening out. And, mm, and I right. feel that way. When we get done recording, it's like, wow, we just did another. We just hung out with, you know, fives of people. You know? <laughs> yeah. At least a half dozen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about that too. Like w- you read off the, the whole list, you know, which is just awe-inspiring. Um, yeah. the, the people yeah. that have come along with us you know for for like you said a lot of them have been there since the beginning on that list and um that's that's incredible and the conversation does continue sometimes after the i know a lot of people always say that like that they they're like yelling at their at their speakers while we're on or and and i know the feeling with other podcasts that i listen to you know where you're like you're you're jumping into the conversation and and uh that's that's pretty neat to have been a part of of that for so many people for so long Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, is there any way that we can just leave the Patreon thing open and people can just donate because they miss us <laughs> forever? Yeah. I, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong Sorry, with that. I didn't quite catch that. Could you please? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Neither did our listeners. Siri wants you. To, yeah. <laughs> what a gag! Uh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> well, you two aren't getting any more of those moments. <laughs> uh, I will. I will miss them. I will. I will miss the sound of your garage door opening, I will or closing. I will miss the sound of your of your laundry machines, of you popping open ca- cans. Got popping open cans every five. How many of those do you drink in an episode? How many cans of that? Three an episode. Three an episode. Three cans of you, bubble water. You are the most hydrated man in America. Speaking of wow. of um, of changes and growth, and while Bill has been shedding organs, uh, Phil, you've actually been acquiring them. Like you gained a kid since yeah since we started doing this, it's, and you've had like seven or eight jobs like leech, now, right? I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, what do you call those uh, symbiosis? Not uh, what what are the like the alien is you know you're they're inside of you and you're the host, and the other ones what do they call it? A symbiont. Yeah, the symbiont. Yeah. Aren't those 18-year symbionts? Uh, yeah, I mean, we are in a symbiotic relationship. I'm going to miss where, the look on Phil's face. Where they <laughs> take and I give. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, they're just they're just parasites. Um, but, uh, yeah. Parasite, so just, that's what I was thinking, parasite. Yeah. They are, um, yes, they are the joy of my life, apart from you two, obviously. Um, yeah, I did get a kid, and I have gone through a couple of career changes, at least a couple, right? No. Yep. Two career yep. changes. Two career changes, boys. That's that's a biggin. That's yeah. a biggin. Yeah, no, there's a lot's happened. Listen, I mean, I, I, uh, I wanted to do this podcast, and I reached out to Tim right before I went on a huge trip to India, and then I got back, and then we started this. I remember so that. I, yeah. Yeah. So I uh, kicked this that off wasn't with the like. Only time uh, you went to India, you made a couple of trips to was, India, if I remember right. 
I'm I did one to India and then one to China. Right. Maybe that was it. China. Yeah. Yeah. Did we do an episode where I was in China? We must have, right? Maybe right when you got back, or right before you left. I don't think while you were in China. Yeah, I don't think yeah, so no, either. Been a little. Yeah. We didn't have the sophistication. I don't think the Chinese then. government would have allowed it. Yeah. Probably not. And um, I, we didn't have the sophistication then to do that. Like in those early days, we were really winging a prayer in it by putting these together. You know, now we have the all the software and the tech and stuff. But, but uh, yeah, yeah. We used to have That's guests. True. We were doing hangouts that? at the beginning. Yeah, we had, yeah exactly. Yes, we, we did used to have guests. And we had, we've had some amazing guests over the years. Yeah. Which one would you say it was the worst, Tim? If you had to say, what you do? Which which the one worst, was the yes, worst, worst guest? Yeah, which one was the worst guest? If you had to, what you do? Oh well, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, I would say it's the guest that's been with me every week for four years. One of you oh, two. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you you can pick. You can pick which one. But uh, um, yeah, no, I. I would say think worst, about that. Though we've had. We've had just about every big name in the maker community. Yeah, and they're all my best friends. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we paid them all to Except be your best Spags. friends. He doesn't like you. I, I keep trying to break that to you, but he, in fact, he texted um, me the other day. He says, tell Pinsky, don't say best friend thing anymore. It's just, it's it's worn. <laughs> the, res- the restraining order is on its he way. Never said that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's actually the timing. I would never let him say that. What? I, I, I feel like that the timing kind of worked out pretty well, too, with them coming back on the air. That sort of was, I think, part of the decision that the we void. made together. You know, that, like, well, at least the void's being filled a little bit by spags, you know. Yeah. So podcasts are now, Tim's like, take a penny, friend, leave yeah. a penny, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many of them. They are kind of like pennies now. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody really wants them. <laughs> They're not worth anything. Well, I, I, right. I think we can we can safely say having uh, Wood Talk fill our gap is take a penny, leave a hundred dollars. Take a penny, leave. Right. I don't know if I want any of those boys filling any gaps. Um, uh, yeah. No. They by the time they, there's no gaps in their work. They're already, it's all perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're fine. Well, I was watching Cremona earlier just on an Instagram thing where he's using a chisel to make a, the perfect little. Uh, I don't even know what it was—a cutout for a, a hinge or something—and making it look stupid easy. And I'm just like, I hate him. I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Him, him I'm pretty sure he's originally Canadian, by the way. Cool stuff. He's what? Cremona. Originally Canadian. I think he's from Toronto. Yeah. No, he's just in Minnesota, so it's the same thing. Wisconsin. No, 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 no. no. He, he's because I remember there was a time I was at the Toronto airport. I had just come in, and he was leaving because he was visiting family there because he was originally from there. Minnesota? He's Minnesota. Yeah, he's from Minnesota. So that's, that is Canada. That's just south. Southern it's not Canada. Canada. Get out of here. Stop it. Um, although it is very Canadian. I mean, you're welcome, Minnesota. Um, the accent's similar. Yeah. The weather's similar. The, the geographical location's yeah. similar. The I think accent, it is Canada. The accent is not similar. No, the accent's No, you're right. Similar. The accent's actually. It's very similar. Have you ever watched Fargo? Those are Canadians yeah. that don't live in Canada. Well, the accent's a little different, but it's very different. It's a very Midwest. It's not even. It's the same exact accent. accent. Yeah. No, it's not. I can no. close my eyes and I can't tell if I'm listening to Jason McGinn or Phil Pesky. 
I mean, we all sound the same. Oh, Phil's accent. Oh my god, it's like it's it's almost. Are like you a joke. insane? <laughs> Ginner is a maritimer, okay, and they got accents out there, okay. I have a fairly neutral accent. Hey, speaking of maritimers, uh, so we started a podcast, and we were in the remember all the the, the guest shots on the maritime show. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. That was right yeah, at the beginning. It's actually kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was chaos, was kind of but it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was chaos, but you know what the funnest part was is at the end you got to plug something instead of me just saying, well, you know, my eight subscribers on my YouTube channel, you got to listen to Reclaim Audio. It was fun to plug our podcast because it was so yeah. new and, it, you know, and. Yeah, you used to do that a lot, Bill. It was like mm-hmm. the same group. It was like the same group every week, except like one guy was the uh, was the spotlight of that week, and everybody took turns right. like right. asking that person questions. That was fun when it was my turn, but not really when it was anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was on if I remember correctly, it was Saturday night, which was just a difficult night to to do it. I only did it a, two <laughs> yes. or three times, yeah. but it's like you know Saturday yeah. night's tough. Like, and that was for them. It was like their. It's actually very. Uh, apropos nowadays, that's what everybody's doing on Saturday nights: getting together online and drinking beer together. You know, right. but uh, yeah, those guys, yeah. those guys had started that long before. Well, uh, there's even been distancing. hints of that show coming back because of the whole slowdown with everything else. So. Yeah, makes sense. You know, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Ginner. Well, if you're listening, get it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got three people that are out of a job now, so uh, we could use some guest spots on other people's shows. Mm. So do you want to do you right. want to keep and, keep drawing this out this uh this this like kind of love fest for a few more minutes or should we kind of just just wrap it I don't know yeah we could just, we could just wrap it up uh, I got a tip that's kind of I got a I got a tip that's um, oh we have the segments we really make her tip yeah, yeah okay. we got stuff to talk about yeah we, we got, got segments still yeah. Yeah, let's, let, I, let me let me do let me do my tip because it's it's not really maker related, but it is around the house. And since there's no more maker podcast between us, uh, it's kind of fitting. Right. And you guys, Tim, this will be helpful for you. Phil, it probably won't be helpful at all. So I'm mowing the lawn, and the lawnmower handle is kind of low, and my back is hurting, and it's just how it's always been. And I'm thinking about doing something about that because it would make me feel better. And I'm not kidding. It's like my back ends up hurting and I have a small yard. So I'm every time I mow the lawn halfway through, I'm like, Oh man, I got to do something about this handle. And then I'm like, I got like, you know, 13 square feet of lawn to mow. I can, I can suffer through it. Well, today I couldn't. So today I actually, cause most lawnmower handles, if you think about it, they're in two pieces mm-hmm. at the bottom and then the top one, it is kind of, mine has a couple of knobby handles that, that tighten up to hold them together. So I'm looking at it, and the lower handle is right where it goes into the, the body of the lawnmower. It's got just a slight angle on where you clamp it in, right? So I thought, okay, if I pull that out, flip it around, it's going to push that whole angle up higher. Mm-hmm. Is that, are you guys with me so yeah. far? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I do that. I put the top back on. I'm like, okay, this should help a little bit. If you are taller than Phil Pinsky, do this to your lawnmower. Because I'm not, t- I'm, I, this, I, in all seriousness, I should have done this so long ago. There's no pain now pushing that lawnmower around. I, hmm. I can stand up straight. I can push it. You know, and I, I feel the same way about shopping carts in the, in the store. You just got to lean over that little tiny bit. Mm. If you leaned over a lot, it wouldn't be as bad. But you're leaning over just a little bit, and it, it just bugs me. Not kidding you. Swap your handle around so you can get that height out of your lawnmower handle. 
where everybody's got to mow the lawn. I'm telling you guys, I could not believe how dumb I've been all these years thinking I should just do that. No, it's, it'll take too long. It took four minutes. Undo a couple of bolts, Fantastic. flop it around, tighten them back up. It, oh, my gosh, what a difference. I swear, best thing I've ever done huh. around the house. That's that's interesting. The The lawnmower never bothers me for whatever reason, but my snowblower killed me. Like, But unfortunately, the handles are different on that. So you've probably never even seen a snowblower, so you have no idea. But <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them. <laughs> I've seen them movies. <laughs> I watched Fargo, <Yeah>. remember? <laughs> but uh, The Canadian movie, yeah. yeah. But uh, on, a, on a similar note, um, this is, do you have, you know, you have like the, uh, the, the emergency shutoff handle, right? So you have to pull the handle for safety while you're pushing the mower. And if you let go of it, it, it shuts right. off, right? Exactly. My lawnmower, the day I bought it, um, I, I pull it and it like, it didn't start, it didn't start. And I realized that the, the cord, that cable, braided cable was too long and it wasn't engaging whatever safety switch it needs to enough. And so I adjusted it and, you know, all the way and it was still too long. So I, you know, wrote to the company because it was brand new. And so they mailed me another cable, which is still hanging up my garage wall <laughs> because I never put it on. Because what I what I did was I took a, I picked a stick up <laughs> off the lawn and a piece of tape and I taped it to the handle of my lawnmower. So the, the cord would just have to bend over the stick while I closed it. And that was enough because it was just like a, you know, 32nd of an inch that it needed to go, right? <laughs> so I had that stick on there for, you know, two seasons or so. The stick falls off. I'd pick up another piece of tape and tape the stick on. Now this is, I've had this lawnmower for 15 years now. And, uh, and you know, so every year or two I'd have to, I'd have to tape a new stick on, you know, cause it still would just, you know, it rots, it becomes, goes in the atmosphere, you know, everything biodegrades, you know? And then it was finally last year, I realized that I could just undo the little hook and just wrap it around the steel bar and then, and then hook it back in and do the same thing without mm-hmm. having a stick tape to it. So it took me 14 years to figure that out. Wow. Yeah. These, these are wow. home improvement tips that are golden golden yeah everybody your life improvement tips <laughs> life improvement tips so i just saved you 14 years of taping a stick to your handle <laughs> so, i mean yeah, if that's not a metaphor had, i don't know what is size cable right i well it's, i still have it it's on the garage wall like i just never it was like because it's kind of a hassle <laughs> to swap the cable out and then the stick worked <laughs> the stick worked I feel like that should have been the name That's, of the podcast. The stick worked. The whole the stick part. worked. The stick worked. <laughs> well, it's not too late. Yeah, yeah. I guess I could still read. That's that. true. That's true. Um, <laughs> we have no iTunes reviews. How sad is that? For the last episode, no new iTunes reviews. Well, we have. Well, we have. Maybe fess up. That's why we're not doing this anymore, right? Right. D- didn't we yeah, have this maybe one? If that we- there were more reviews. Thanks, everybody. Did, we didn't read. Yeah. We didn't read all of them last week, though. We still have a couple that we didn't read. Oh yeah, we do. Because I don't couple. know about that. Um, there was no. The, okay, we didn't. I'm pretty sure I'm right. No, I'm pretty. I'm, listen, I mean, let's usually we do this off air, but no, you're not always right, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, fine. We didn't read these. Uh, this one from Matt Garen in two versus three. Two versus three. We definitely didn't. Oh wait. No, yeah, I think we read these. <laughs> uh, no what to do what to do uh we didn't read that one yeah keep reading uh, just go ahead and read it again it's do, fine what to do huh you go ahead and read it again 
question is what are we, the question is what are we going to do? The question the question isn't what are we going to do. The question is what aren't we going to do? Ferris Bueller, I know what I'm doing. Reclaimed reclaiming reclaimed audio starting back nearly four years ago. The wit, wisdom, and pithy banter should keep me going through these times as I go through the drudgery of spring cleaning the shop. Plus, uh, never mind. Now I read that part. <laughs> keep okay. All right. Yeah, it wasn't until the Keep Portland at the top of the listener list that I remembered it from uh, Pop Pop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I guess that's uh, that's a sad way to end that segment. <laughs> yeah. Still being right yet again. Yeah. Oh God. Sad. Yep. Yep. Uh, and oh, it's, that's it's just on the worst. air. It'll be easy to that remember. Hey, do you remember that time Phil was right? Yeah, the very final episode. <laughs> Followed by every episode preceding it. Well, other than this catching what, um, your attention, Phil, why don't you go first? What caught your attention? Ah, oh, crap. I was going to make something up. Um, let me see here. I think I oh, mentioned okay. it already. I'll, I'll go. Yeah, you. somebody else go. I'll go, I'll go first while you while you look for something. Um, That's been, yeah. I, I had two things I wanted to mention. One was um, a video on the Guitarologist's channel. He's a pretty big YouTube guy in the guitar world. And he, he did a... Um, a thing about whether Les Paul really invented the electric guitar and is this kind of mini documentary made about this guy called Headley Jones who was in Jamaica and he had started making solid body I shouldn't say electric guitar I should say solid body electric guitar he made a solid body electric guitar that sort of seems to predate um, uh, the Les Paul which I thought was pretty interesting you know similar similar concepts and stuff um, but you never heard of them because you know marketing and and all that stuff of course but what that got me thinking about too is just in in history how uh, there's there's so many times like you know some mathematical formulas discovered in the 1400s and then it was also just some other mathematician somewhere else in the world is working on the same thing you know and sometimes like two people will get the same idea you know at different times and different places in the world this happened a couple times in the scientific community where discoveries have been made but you know you think about the automobile who came first henry ford mercedes you know these things happen a lot in history and then there's always like that one guy that gets kind of credit you know and it's not necessarily the right person it's the person that had the best marketing department i just thought that was kind of interesting um and then there's um the last week's or this week's episode of hidden brain podcast and they they go into depth about the um the 1918 uh, Spanish flu pandemic and, and kind of how that all panned out is super interesting to hear because it's sort of our past and also our future, you know, um, kind of being played out at the first point. But the, the one thing I thought was super interesting I wanted to talk about real quick was what I learned on that because we always call it the Spanish flu and then there's been some talk about, you know, whether calling this current COVID-19 the Chinese flu is racist or not and, well, they called it the Spanish flu and... Of course, to that, just because we used to say something doesn't mean we should, right? I mean, we all have figured that out by now in this point in history, right? There's a lot of things we used to say we shouldn't anymore. But the Spanish flu did not originate in Spain. Um, it actually originated in Kansas, I think was the state. It was in the Midwest on a military base where they were training for the war. Um, and then, so it was an American flu. So if, if you want to call it racially or whatever, or ethnically, it was an American flu. Um, the reason it is called the Spanish flu now is because at the time, the entire world was at war, hence the t- 
term World War One. Um, so Germany was having a huge problem, people dying from the flu in America and all these other countries were having problems with this, but it was not front page news, it was page two news because the war was always front page news. And at the same time, the last thing they want to do for a war effort is say, oh, by the way, all our people are sick and dying. Like, that's not going to help the war effort. So a lot of people just didn't talk about it. And it wasn't discovered until years later when they did the, end, the, the research and stuff that, well, I mean, it, you know, we didn't know about it for years, that it actually originated in a military base in Kansas, and they're the ones that spread it all over the world because they all went out to fight. The reason it's called the Spanish flu is because Spain was not involved in the war, so they were willing to own it and talk about it in the media. And so it became the Spanish flu because they were the only ones talking openly and candidly about it. Huh. It's super oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So that was my tidbit. That is interesting. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. Um, okay, I found mine that I that I actually am super into. Um, there's this channel called uh, Modustrial Maker, and oh, yeah. I haven't really watched a whole bunch of videos, but I did watch the most recent one, and this one's got me like like crazy. So this guy was a patent attorney and a fairly successful patent attorney, and uh, and he hated his life. So what did he do? He bought a, um, in a, like I guess an abandoned or whatever, like decrepit industrial building, two-story, sto- two uh, 6,000 total square feet. The bottom floor is going to be half woodworking shop. The other half is going to be metalworking shop. And the upstairs is going to be like an apartment or like a loft kind of thing and a YouTube studio. And the first video today was him walking us through this like, trash pile of a building right now and I guess the next few he, he has to move in in four months so it's gonna be like him hurrying up to get things ready and I think that's so cool I love that just like um, Chris from A Glimpse Inside built out that workshop I just love that stuff you know so it's, uh, it's super cool but that's, this that's what I was tr- trying to do I, in town yeah. We, yeah, we yeah. talked. We were talking about that. I was looking for one of those buildings, and I, you know, I was trying to make that all happen because I thought that'd be really cool to do and get other people in there. But it was just, I just don't have the. I wasn't a patent attorney in a past life, so I don't have the bankroll to start that. And uh, so I bought a truck instead. He paid three hundred and ten thousand dollars <laughs> for this building. I was looking at buildings for less than that, about the same size, because of where I am. Okay. I was looking at. I mean. Yeah, you just got. You got to remember what what part of the world that exists in. Mm-hmm. Um, He's in kind Chicago. of along those lines. What caught my attention is um, I'm super excited to watch that. Jimmy, Thanks for telling me, uh, by the way. I met him. Yeah. At, uh, I'm sorry, Bill. I met him at uh, the uh, Workbench Con. Super nice guy. And um, I did. Oh, cool. But yeah, and uh, so I'm super excited to hear that he's doing that. I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Oh. Anyway, um, Jimmy's video. Uh, he made. He took. He made a guitar for some guy. I think it's a bass. Mm-hmm. And then he got it back from the guy, and they wanted they wanted to heavy metal it out. So he took his yeah. guitar apart. He immediately just runs it across the planers. Like, let's take off a bunch of on this giant planer that he has. But he made metal around all the corners in the back part. Crazy, it's incredible. Uh, I yeah. had to comment. It's just like still to this day, I get inspired by just. It's it's not that I don't think I couldn't have done that. I never would have thought of it. And the way the, yeah. the ease with which he makes, you know, of course, editing, but uh, still, the way he makes it look, it's like that is so smart. That is so smart. Of course, like that. Yeah, that's how I would. That's perfect. Oh, I yeah. I mean, it's just like everything he did. That I'm like, dude, I I've got to make a metal part metal monster cigar box guitar now. Like, yeah, it's he get, not that. It's uh, not that uh, he just makes it seem like 
Like, duh. Like, but I want to know, like, when has he ever done this stuff before that he can take that experience and apply it to this new project? It blows my mind that he's got all of these tools in his tool bag that he could pull it out and be like, oh, yeah, of course, you just sort of, like, weld a couple of pieces, then you cut it in half, and then you screw it together. Just where does he come up with this stuff? I, I know, and, and that is an exact uh, way to put it, is that a, the accumulation of all these tools that he's collected physically and mentally over the years, right? I mean, yeah. it's just insane. Also, listening to his blog, I heard uh, we got introduced to his new shop manager, and then I heard that Brett, I didn't know this, I know he hangs out there a lot, but he's hanging out in Joshua Tree with Jesse and Ben, and that reminded me of Jesse, who Ben got her a house that's a big old trash pile that she's going through mm. and working on. So when you mentioned that guy, you know, that same thing with the warehouse, uh, yeah. yeah, something like that. Where what, 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 what a, what a way if you had the money and the time to to get yeah. something that you could just—that's your job, that's your videos, that's everything you can, yeah. you know, put yourself into it. Oh, amazing! I mm. love it. Oh my god, yeah, that's the dream. Yeah, yeah, I gave up on it at the end of the day because it's not my dream. Like I didn't want to be that much of a businessman. Like as I got into right. it, and I was realizing, like if I were to do that, that I would be spending so much of my time with the the business side of it especially if I started, you know, renting out space and stuff that I would be less time to create. And so for me, it just became a turnoff. I was looking for a smaller building, but there just weren't any buildings where it could be like just me moving in. Like there was one, there was one right down the street that I've been looking at. It's been empty for, since I can remember. Um, and it's like a thousand square foot building. It's like a little storefront. And I was like, that'd be cool. But because of, there was some zoning issues with it. Um, like I, they wouldn't even let me move in and make it a workshop without adding parking. Mm-hmm. And the guy that owns it isn't willing to add parking before he sells it. So it was like $40,000 to do this. Part. And I had to, you know, like, and then the P&Z and all that. And, the, you know, and so it's just like everything. It was like, oh, you next thing I, I'm going to be doing all this instead of making guitars. You know, it's like, ugh. Well, you, you just mentioned the time of running the business side of it. Do you think there would ever be a time? Obviously, you're going to have a little extra time now, weekly. Um, maybe you and Gwen could go into business together. She could run the business side of it. Yeah, Gwen doesn't uh, want to. trust her to do that. Yeah, she doesn't want to do that, though. Like, that's just not her dream. You know what I mean? Gwen's a teacher. Mm-hmm. She's not a business person. Like, she's, she's like, public well, sector. Maybe she could teach you how to run a business. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking in, that. In, yeah. in Spanish, absolutely. <laughs> in Spanish. I, yeah. 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 She'd be, you know. Oh, guys, that. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. I, I think we're trying to drag this on on purpose. Uh, I don't want it to Yeah, end. maybe so. Hmm. Okay. All right. Our websites, williamlutz.com, timsway.net, uh, and newperspectivesmusic.com. Um, as always, uh, well, I guess I'm not going to read out the rest of that. No need for show topics, no need for iTunes reviews, and I guess no need for Patreon support. But uh, I will say one thing. Maybe, Tim, you want to say this, actually. What, the, the final closing words? Yeah, I think they should be yours. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I guess like I have done for four years on the end of every podcast, I've said the same two words. April Fools. (laughs) 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 We might have a listener or two uh, next week after this one. Uh, Yeah. See you next week, guys. See you next week, suckers. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Be good. (laughs) Suckers.